Hey everyone, me Kevin here. I just came back from a run and I am so excited to be able to share my stock portfolio with you. I'm going to show you everything in this video. And here's what's crazy, folks. On December 20th, 2019, I made a video showing you my $656,000 stock market portfolio. I will link that video down below so you can go look at it. But it breaks down my stock portfolio as of the end of 2019, the beginning of 2020. And uh, yeah, let's just say that portfolio has gone from $656,000 to over $20.5 million, which is 30x what I had at the beginning of 2020, which is really insane. Like part of me and, and Lauren and my family, they're always like, Kevin, why, why, why are you still like, why do you bother? Like, why still make videos? Why? And I just, I love making videos. I, I don't know. I just, I, I love sharing the news. I love doing real estate. I love all of it. I love playing with stocks and, uh, and, and I love uh, winning in stocks. And I love sharing that excitement with all of you on the channel and on the course. So without further ado, let's just get right into it. I think the easiest way to start because there's just, there's so much here is just go one by one uh, brokerage accounts. So let's go ahead and jump into uh, some specific retirement accounts that I have. So uh, here's uh, an older one, but this one has, uh, I think this is, let's see, I got it written down what the heck this is. This one has, uh, we've got $203,000. This is a simple uh, retirement plan. They, they call it like a simple uh, 401k plan. When you're self-employed, you could have a simple. You could put in like 14-ish thousand dollars a year. There's some limitations. But anyway, I'd funded this. I haven't funded this in a while, but I'd funded this over time. And uh, you can see that this account's doing pretty well here. Uh, this account has four shares of Apple, uh, 215 shares of Tesla, and one share of Zillow. But what's crazy is the cost. Yeah, actually, I think I only funded this one time. I think it was like $13,000 or something like that. Look at the cost. So there's about 13-ish thousand, a little under $13,000 in cost. And then compare that to the market value absolutely meteoric rise here. Thanks heavily, of course, due to Tesla. But look at that, 1,400% return on Tesla. So that's how uh, this account here has got a value of about uh, $203,000. One thing that I like to say is when you have really high conviction stocks, keep putting money into them. Like it's really easy to get distracted and put some money here, some money there. Uh, and and I, I fall victim to that too. But if you have really high conviction stocks, make sure your high conviction stocks are your biggest allocations. You know, it's, it's easy for somebody to put $50,000 into Tesla and go, ha, 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 I turned $50,000 into $500,000 or whatever it is. Great, cool, like that's awesome. Why weren't you putting more in if you were so confident about it over time? Uh, and having that consistent confidence to keep adding and adding and adding, really, really important when you're investing in stocks. So the next account here, this is, uh, let's see, this one is uh, my original, or no, this is my normal TD Ameritrade. So this is not a retirement account. Uh, this is one I more recently opened. In fact, I just opened both of these positions here very recently. So you can see I've got $441,000 in this account. Uh, we've got about half into Planet 13 as a marijuana play, thanks to the Democratic sweep here. And then the other bit over here into the Very Good Food Company, which originally I was not very bullish on because the valuation was ridiculous when its stock was really high and their projections were miserable. Well, since then their stock fell and their projections substantially improved. So, uh, the, you know, these, these are recent purchases, so not, not like substantial crazy gains over here, $19,000, $7,000, whatever. Uh, it's still great. Hey, you know, don't, don't want to 
don't want to say that's not good, but uh, yeah, so this one's got about 441, 858 in it. So that's another one. Okay, let's uh, jump to the next account. Here is another TD Ameritrade. I think this is another older retirement account. Uh, it has uh, $58,000 in it. So this one actually has mostly Apple stock instead of Tesla and a tiny little bit of Zillow over here. Cost basis of 12 and 300 and you can see that's gone up in value. So what do we got over here? We've got gains on this one of $30,700. A lot of these, these are actually some older accounts and it just really goes to show the whole like buy and hold principle of is, you know, put, put your money where you've got some good conviction and just leave it. This is the first stock account that I ever made in my life. Uh, and it, it's a Fidelity account here. This is a SEP IRA. This is the first time I ever uh, had an IRA. And it was the first time I was really investing in, in stocks. Uh, and so this one has 85470 bucks in it. We could see there's, uh, well, let's uh, just hide myself over here. So we've got Apple has a gain of about 50K here. Target's got a gain of uh, jazzy $200. But I, actually, it looks like I only had, I didn't have much money in it. What do I got? Oh yeah, current value is $580. Okay, all right, fine. Uh, and then we've, uh, I can bring myself back up here. So a gain of uh, 50,000 there on Apple, targets up $200, Tesla up $8,000 in this. And the only loser of this account here has been Yelp. Yelp down about 400 bucks, but uh, also, you know, I got 10K in Yelp. Honestly, I should probably get that out of Yelp, but I'll just leave that there for right now. So here's an account that's $85,000 that's up $58,000. So that's cool. Let's go on over to the next one. This is the last sort of miscellaneous account, and then we'll get into the bigger ones. So this account has $101,000. This is a health savings account. I opened this health savings account with $6,900. That's it. I put $6,900 into it. You can see here I put as much as I could into Tesla, and then I put the rest into Zillow because Zillow was cheaper and they don't have fractional shares. And that $6,900 literally became $101,000. <laughs> like, again... It, it shows the conviction. You know, I always get, people like to bag and go like, oh yeah, Tesla's the, the only thing that went right or whatever. No, like a lot of stocks have gone well. Tesla has obviously substantially overperformed, but I kept my conviction high and I just kept adding to Tesla. Super, super important. All right, so let's now jump on over to M1 Finance. So M1 Finance, I really love M1 Finance, mostly because they let you create these pies and rather than individually buying stocks, it, you put the money into the pies and it's so easy. If you want M1 Finance, you wanna try it. If you put $100 in with M1 Finance, they will give you $30 for free. So it's an instant 30% return on your money. It's pretty cool. But I did a big brokerage transfer and I actually brokerage transferred all of the stocks I had at M1 Finance, Webull and Robinhood in November to JP Morgan, which I'll show you that account momentarily. But when I did that, uh, I, I had to remake the accounts and I'll tell you without M1 Finance I was really frustrated because I wasn't able to buy like my favorite top 50 stocks because I wasn't about to sit on JP Morgan and buy 50 stocks at a time. It was really, really annoying. So uh, that's where I have this M1 Finance account. So I've got 1.8 in here. My goal in 2021 is just to literally plow everything into M1 Finance. Uh, you know, I like keeping some money for Webull as well because you can trade after hours on individual stocks when there are big gains or big losers. So that's nice to have money for as well. But M1 Finance, I've got these pies here. Uh, so the main ones that I use are 1337, 1338, 1339, and the Biden pie. I just made the Biden pie. The Biden pie is basically just, you know, a mix of cannabis and energy stocks. 
And uh, then 1337 is my top 59 stocks, 1338 is my top 20 stocks, and 1339 is my top nine stocks. Uh, or actually, it's top eight stocks. Anyway, you can see uh, those stocks by going to the links down below. Uh, here's just a quick little preview. And so what's cool is you click on a pie, it's like, oh, cool. So you put 292,000 in here and it automatically put a percentage into Tesla, Enphase, Etsy, Lemonade. And it really gives you that diversification automatically, which is cool. C1338 has some more stocks, which is great. You get a little bit of mix of green and red. You click on 1337. Uh, again, I've got the, the growth and the EVs over here. They've obviously done phenomenally. We've got the consumer and online sector over here. And a really easy way to go to these pies is literally just go to metkevin.com slash and then whatever title you see here. So slash Biden, slash 1337 V19, slash 1338, slash 1339, and you'll be able to see those there. Uh, with M1 Finance, you could also jump on over here and go to holdings, which is kind of cool. And so of the, what, uh, maybe two months max, I've had this M1 Finance account open again after the brokerage transfer, you could see the total return, the unrealized gain here is about $184,000. We've got uh, about an 11% return in just those like 60 days, which is really phenomenal. But uh, yeah, you could kind of see them sorted here. Actually, I don't think they are sorted by gain. Let's do sort by unrealized gain. Oh, here we go. So Lemonade's got the biggest unrealized, oh no, unrealized gain percentage. No, well, whatever. So percentage-wise, uh, Lemonade has the biggest gain. Neo uh, is up. Uh, Tesla's up. Then we've got Purple, Redfin, Tattooed. These guys are all up. Biggest losers, actually, at M1 Finance, I have very little shares in. I have, uh, I have a tiny little bit of money here. Four well, I mean, $4,000 is still a good amount of money, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm down 28% on that one. And Moderna's down like 26. Pfizer's down like nine. But it doesn't really matter. See Snowflake, Beyond Meat, these guys are down. But this doesn't really matter because again, over 60 days, you're not gonna expect everything to be totally green, right? But the portfolio overall has done very well. 11% in 60 days is, is phenomenal. It's nothing to complain about. So that's M1 Finance. Then uh, let's jump on over now to Weeble. And uh, then I'll show you Chase and Robinhood. Okay, so here's Weeble. This account has $2.1 million in it. It's got a negative $400,000 cash balance. So that's why it says neg or it says 1.7 up there. This account's up about $81,000. It's also only been open for about two months. Uh, and, and that's because uh, sorted here by loss, I threw some money into these speculative SPACs. And in hindsight, these speculative plays were a bit of a, a mistake, but I knew they were speculative going in. They're like roulette, right? Go EV, QuantumScape, Microvision, all, all down, <laughs> like a good chunk of money here. But uh, yeah, speculative SPACs, that's what happens. Uh, Shift is a SPAC as well, but that I have, I have a lot of conviction for Shift. I've got most of my money in Shift over at Chase, so we'll see that. Uh, switchback Electric, you know, also a, a little bit speculative. If I now sort by the winners over here, we'll sort by winner. There we go. We'll see Tesla, Neo, Enphase, Tattooed Chef, Lemonade, Google, Square, Etsy, Apple, Open. These guys all doing phenomenally better, carrying the overall portfolio substantially up. And so to me, it's always interesting that, huh, so the ones I have the most conviction on are really green. And the ones that I'm like, I don't know, this is speculative. This is too hypey. We got to be careful on these, like wait for the SPAC bubble to pop. 
those are red. <laughs> so not, not a shocker, Kevin. Listen to your own advice, but that's okay. My speculative portfolio is only like one and a half percent or something really, really low. Uh, okay, so now let's, uh, I wanna go to JP Morgan and then I'm gonna go to Robinhood and I'm gonna go in this order for a reason because I've got a spreadsheet that combines some of these things and it'll really show you where the bulk of my stocks are and the percentages. So uh, the first thing we'll do is we'll go, uh, I wanna show you the brokerage uh, value here. So this is my JP Morgan right here. You'll see here, it's got a total value of $14.93 million. And uh, what I can do is I can jump on over to the unrealized gains tab. And uh, you can see here that the total value on this account is 14.9, but of that, the gains are 9.2 million, which is nuts. Like, those are some insane gains. That's more, that's like, I made more money in stocks than I did my job. A lot more money in stocks than I did my job in, in 2020, which is insane. Uh, it also, which is a little frustrating because I did a brokerage transfer when you exfer, it doesn't really tell you like what percent return you got in the year. So, uh, you know, I, I don't exactly know how to figure that out. I'd probably have to figure out how much cash did I put in and then be able to calculate towards the end of the year, but I haven't done that. But anyway, uh, yeah, so you, you can't really look at this and go, oh, okay, so nine, you know, $9 million gain or whatever off of five is like what, uh, I don't know, three <laughs> X or something like that, maybe, but I think that's overly simplifying. But uh, the biggest gain and biggest winner here, again, gotta, gotta remember, if you got a high conviction stock, keep plowing money into it. And that is exactly what I told all my course members to do. And that's exactly what I did. People make fun of me for this in the YouTube comments section. Cause they're like, oh, Tesla's the only reason. Well, it's not the only reason, but at least I had the balls to keep putting money into it, okay? <laughs> so the first one here is a Tesla. That, uh, that comes out to about a $7.7 .7 million gain, which is absolutely insane. The next one here, this is actually Redfin. Redfin was another one that I had really high conviction in and kept plowing money into. I think this one's Etsy. I'll zoom out in a second. $318,000 in Etsy. And then I think this is Amazon and Apple uh, are up by these amounts. So let's just verify. Yeah, here, Tesla, uh, Redfin, Etsy, Amazon, Apple. Shift, I'm actually down about four grand on Shift. Uh, a little bit of a bummer there. We got some red there. Neo up about 33K. Lemonade, 63K. A lot of my lemonade profits are in options, by the way, which is going to suck for taxes, but oh well. Uh, EXPI, 31,000. Open door fractionally here. Uh, squares up a little bit. Uh, got a little bit of red over here in the portfolio. This is kind of the rest that I could see right now on the screenshot that I took. Uh, that's uh, Rocket Mortgage and Xping. So Rocket Mortgage has just been like a dog of a stock. It's, it's a company that I really believe in, like long-term fundamental analysis, rock solid. But the market hasn't come to appreciate Rocket Mortgage or shift. Is what it is. I'm not selling them. Uh, I've got my position built out between all my, my portfolios. So I'm not going to keep adding to them, but uh, yeah, I'm fine with that. Uh, by the way, a lot of people, when I say adding to, it's, it's good to know a lot of people are like, oh, well, I don't want to buy more Tesla because then my average cost basis is going to go up. I hate that so much because it, who cares? Who freaking cares what your cost basis is? What matters is if you get paid and you got more money, you got to put that money to work in the highest conviction spot that you think you can put it to work at. <laughs> that might be Tesla. Not much longer because the stock is getting ridiculous. I think it's honestly a little overblown right now, the stock. So it's, it's hard for me to buy any more Tesla. In fact, I'm going on a stock diet 
uh, and I'll explain my stock diet in, in just a moment. Uh, but yeah, a little bit of Disney, Google, DocuSign, PayPal. Those have you know relatively small gains here uh, relative to the rest. And then there's some other minor stocks. Uh, so now the easiest thing to do is jump on over to the spreadsheet that I put together because what it does is it combines the vast majority of my positions in Weeble, Chase, and M1 Finance as of like the last couple days. It took me a little bit of while to do this manually. And I know there are apps that do this, but I hate apps. I just like simplifying my life. So I use... Um, I use spreadsheets uh, in, in a very simplified way. Because spreadsheets can get overly complicated. Like oftentimes I'll see other YouTubers and they're like, look at my discounted cash flow formula. And like, nobody knows what you're talking about because there's so many assumptions that go into it. You have to be really, really careful with spreadsheets. Assumptions, you can make a spreadsheet say anything you want. <laughs> and, and so that, that's very dangerous about spreadsheets. But anyway, so uh, I highlighted some of my bigger portfolio um, items here. And again, this is Weeble, Chase, and M1 Finance. So uh, you could say out of the whole portfolio, we'll zoom in a little bit more here just so it's nice and big. Out of the whole portfolio, Apple's about 4.39%. I really wanna get that up. I want that to be like 5, 6%. Uh, Amazon should also be like 5, 6%. Honestly, it's at 4%. Uh, you could see some minor positions here, like AMD's got 0.2%. A lot of that came from my original M1 Finance pie that when it got brokerage transferred over to Chase, that's just, you know, what's what's left and it's sitting over there. Some of it is from the current M1 Finance pie. But we get a blend of both of it here. Uh, okay, where are some other bigger holdings? So what is this? Uh, Chipotle is a quarter of a percent, pretty small. Salesforce, I really want to bump up my Salesforce position. I think this one's way oversold, but I still have to do a, a really deep fundamental analysis on this. It's probably going to be the next one that I go a little heavier on. We'll see. I don't know. I'll, I'll decide after I finish my full fundamental analysis. I've started, but I haven't finished. Uh, Enphase, I really want to get this up. Like, this should be a million dollar position in my portfolio. It's only, and I say only, it's these are big numbers, but it's at $603,000. I really would love, like if there's a sell-off on Enphase, I'm going to plow margin into this. And I'll explain margin in just a moment too. But yeah, this, this should be a much bigger portion of my uh, portfolio. Enphase, very high conviction stock. Enphase, very high, or uh, Etsy, very high conviction stock. EXPI is pretty good too. Really like EXPI. A little pricey where it is now, but uh, that's also a good one. That might be another one I want to bump. Uh, Facebook, very, very small position in Facebook. I don't, I don't love Facebook. Uh, the social media ones, they're going to obviously get pooped on over the next few days after this whole Donald Trump thing. Uh, Google, not bad. That's almost like a cash park. I should probably have more money in Google, but I don't. Uh, they're the ones who pay me, but oh well. Uh, lemonade, uh, 1%. This is, uh, this is not including options. So this is probably closer to like three, three and a half percent with options. Uh, that's a stock I really love. Really, really love. A really good one. But, uh, also potentially a little pumped up right now because Motley Fool pumped them. And, uh, I don't really think that's uh, a good idea. It's, it's such a small value company that, and when I say value, I mean like its market cap isn't that big. And I think Motley Fool just excessively pumped them up. So it's a little dangerous. Uh, it might make sense, honestly, for me to close some of my options and, and just hold the shares. I might do that. But then I'm gonna realize some ugly gains too. So I don't know what I wanna do. Uh, Neo is about 2.54% uh, plus the options. So it carries me over about half a mil. And then I got a Peloton over here. I got some, uh, actually, no, yeah, that's it, that's it. Uh, I did, I have, I, there was, in September, I shaved a good chunk of my Peloton. I had, uh, I had close to $500,000 in Peloton. And uh, when it hit, uh, I think it was 100 bucks, I ended up uh, selling a chunk, 
uh, just to pay down margin. Yeah, I really wanted to reduce my position there. I didn't think that it would go to $148 a share, but uh, <laughs> it did. I've been buying a little bit back to get back into the position, just averaging in. You saw it was red on Weeble. But uh, yeah, so anyway, that's just 1% of the position. Uh, not not so excited where the pricing is to keep adding to this. Redfin, million bucks. It's almost 6% of the portfolio. Great stock. Here's Rocket Mortgage. Uh, yeah, I gosh, I thought I had more in Rocket Mortgage, but I guess I don't. Uh, I'm happy with that, though. I, I don't need too much in Rocket Mortgage. If it sells off, if it goes down on like 15, yeah, I'll double that position, but not right now. Switchback Electric, that was specky. Shift, $216,000, that's pretty good for that. I'm waiting for the market to move on that. That honestly, this shift, I could probably add no money to this, and I would not be shocked if this turns into a million dollars in a few years, which, which would not shock me at all. Uh, it's, it's so cheap compared to Carvana. It's amazing. Square, uh, 200 grand here. I want to bump that. It's another one I want to put more money into. Uh, Tesla, I really got to take the foot off the gas. And, uh, you know, I this is just the stock I just kept adding and adding and adding to. And it's it's bad. Uh, it is so heavily a part of my portfolio. If Tesla sells off, my portfolio has a has a red day. Okay, But, uh, yeah, at 57%, it's not diversified at all. It's a problem. But uh, I don't want to sell any of it, and it keeps going up. So anyway, uh, that's $18.3 million. I want to show you the Robinhood here, because that's going to show you some cool options here. But uh, these were the accounts I showed you at the beginning, the 58, the 203, the 441, the 101, the 1.452 or whatever. So that comes out to roughly 20, 20.5, 20.6 million dollars here. Uh, let me show you the Robinhood, and then I'll explain the margin and what's going on with margin. So. Let's go get Robinhood. Now, Robinhood, you're gonna see like this big line going like straight down for a moment. That's normal when you do a brokerage transfer and they don't close your account. So I brokerage transferred to Chase. They only move the stocks over and not the options. And I had just gotten the options. So uh, the options basically went to the moon, but it makes it look like I had this massive sell-off when it was really just a brokerage transfer. Uh, oops, that's the wrong button. Hold on. Let's uh, switch on over to the iPhone here. And uh, we'll show you directly into my Robinhood account. Here we go. Here it is. So here's a uh, 1.055 oh, now. Well, Bitcoin probably moved a little bit. Uh, so again, this return is really off, in my opinion. You know, 29% in the past year. I, I don't know that that makes sense because of this big plummet. Because see, over here it says I'm down like 39, down 44%, but I'm, I'm not a brokerage transfer. A anyway. That's the, that's the messy thing about trying to, like people are like, Kevin, what was your return last year? I'm like, I have absolutely no freaking idea, but I do know that uh, with the money that I added, it my account's 30X'd. <laughs> now, I did add money. I refinanced real estate, I got some margin, I made money and put that into stocks. So it's hard to say, but you saw a lot of the gains over at Chase and Webull, and uh, you're about to see gains over here at Robinhood. So this is set to total return, not total equity. So total return is just like, how much profit did I make on these options? And uh, right now, Redfin is up $32,000. Shift is down about 1,600 bucks. The STLD, that's, that's I literally just bought that to track that company. Like, don't, don't even look at that one. Uh, okay, Tesla, here's a Tesla call that I bought way out of the money. Like I bought a 610 call when it was like $400. I paid uh, $60,000 for this. And the return on this has been $154,000. Just absolutely ridiculous. 
Rocket Mortgage lost money on that one. Apple Call for 115 uh, made a little bit of money here, made like 7,000 bucks on that one or whatever. X paying them down a little bit. Look at this Lemonade one. Okay, this is insane. Like I should I should switch these to the stocks, but, but honestly, I, I don't wanna end up paying taxes on this because California is gonna destroy me. But anyway, I bought this option. Look what I paid for this, $23,900. That's ridiculous. I bought 10 contracts for $23,000 and uh, it's literally up by $101,000. It's, um, it's pretty scary. That's insane. Lemonade right here is another Lemonade one. I paid $29,000 for this one. And that, oops, uh, don't show this. Oh, oh, I don't wanna exercise, go away. Uh, this one's up $86,000. Anyway, so you get the idea. Here's, uh, here's some more Tesla one. Oh, here's a Redfin one. Redfin up 20K. Uh, here's a Domino's is down about 5K, but uh, again, this this shows you when I say you get high conviction in something like Lemonade or Tesla, put your money in. Uh, and I'm not telling you to put your money in. I'm just saying like people are like, but I I don't want my average cost basis to go up. Stupid! It's a stupid. If you have if you have a high conviction stock, you put your money in. Anyway, uh, so another Tesla option up 72K. Another Tesla option up. Uh, look at these, it, it, like at the time, those were like at the money calls, like 395, that was when it was 395. I just didn't have a lot of cash. So I'm like, oh, I'll just buy the option. So I wanted to buy a ton of uh, Tesla and see I had 50, I think I had 50K or whatever. I just transferred over 50K. So I had 55.5K here. And I'm like, oh, I'll just, I'll just buy a Tesla option. And that right now is up $111,000. It's just nuts, it's insane. Uh, Lemonade up $81,000 there, Neo up two, Neo up four. The Neo options, those are still, those are still fresh options. Uh, I think I bought those within the last couple weeks. Uh, then I got stocks over here, some Tesla. Etsy's the only one that's down over here. Lemonade, Tattooed Chef's great. Square, so, oh no, Switchback Electric, I'm down a little bit on that. Uh, the uh, drunk purchase, and I say that with air quotes because I wasn't drunk. The uh, drunk purchase I did on Bitcoin when I bought three Bitcoins during the live stream during the capital raid. No, was it? No, it was during the uh, it was during the Nove uh, January uh, 5th election day, the day before the capital raid. I YOLO th bought three Bitcoin and that's up 17K, which is, I mean, just total luck. Like a lot of luck here. It's, it's very lucky that my high conviction stocks have obviously done very, very, very well. I'm a little bit nervous about a potential lemonade sell-off. I, I will say, I think that's, I wouldn't be surprised if lemonade ends up doing like a capital raise and then, uh, <laughs> uh, and then people are like, I'll tell good love you. <laughs> so, uh, okay, so now let me explain margin. So uh, how much debt uh, is there here? So uh, the easiest way to understand this is by jumping over to my Chase account. And first of all, I wanna show you the cash. So at Chase, I've got about $1.55 million in cash. You can see that here in total, total balance. You know, 1.2 in that, 250 or 225 over here and a little bit, little bit, little bit. You know, th those are, these are some accounts for like properties and stuff like that. Uh, but anyway, uh, this, um, this money, I'm gonna use a lot of this to pay down all of my margin in Robinhood, M1 Finance and Weeble. Margin is debt on your stocks, right? So I'm going to totally eradicate uh, the debt I have uh, on those accounts. And uh, I can show you exactly what my uh, my debt is. I put it all on the spreadsheet over here. 
So on Weeble, I have negative, well, I've, I've, uh, you saw that negative cash balance of 400K, that's that. M1 Finance is negative 493. I'll pull that up towards the end. I'll, I'll pull that up again, just so you can actually see like, oh yeah, the M1 Finance borrow, what that looks like. That's negative 493. Robinhood's negative 162. I got the cash right here. And then what I did is I added this all up together. Oh yeah, and then here's another margin line I have of, of $4.9 million. Added this all up together. And once I take my cash and I pay off all of these things, I'll be at about a total margin of about $4.4 million. So $4.4 million will put me right around, uh, what is it? I think it's like 18, 19%. Oh, here, no, 24% margin is where I'll be in margin. So this will look like my cash will be like zero and zero, but then these marginal counts will be zero. So, okay, and it'll be paid off a little bit more because I have a little more cash than margin I have. But anyway, you get the idea. It's like somewhere between 20, or it's around 24% margin. But this line, let me show you where this is. So if we jump on over here to JP Morgan Chase, you're gonna like love the interest rate on this. It's it's like literally free money, it's bad. Okay, so this is uh, the JP Morgan account. And over here, you can see that this is cash balance, brokerage balance, and then this is debt right here. There's that 4.950-ish uh, dollars. Looks like they charged me a little interest since I updated that. But look at the interest rates that I'm paying over here. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's it's nuts. So for $4.9 million, I'm paying 1.5% over here and 1.6% over here. The only thing cheaper than this is the debt on my Tesla, which I never paid off my Tesla car because the debt on that is, I kid you not, 1.49%. It's cheaper than this margin money over here. So I'm like, why would I pay off that car? It's 1.49%. I got a sick deal on that Tesla because nobody wanted to buy the Teslas in 2017. Everybody's like, no, range anxiety. <laughs> so they were giving people like insane financing. It was, it was nuts. Uh, my payment on my Tesla, just for giggles, is actually 1337, uh, <laughs> which is really lead. <laughs> so now I promised that I would show you my margin on M1 Finance. I uh, want to remind you that, uh, remember with Webull, if you deposit $100 with Webull, you get four free stocks worth up to $1,600, at least $21. Uh, the cool thing about Webull, why do I use Webull? I use Webull a lot for pre-market trading, after-market trading. It's really cool because like in California time, I could start buying stocks or selling stocks, which I rarely sell stocks, but I start buying stocks around 1 a.m. California time, and I can still uh, trade stocks until 5 p.m. when the market's open, which is just really, really cool. Uh, M1 Finance, really nice when I just wanna buy my pies. Uh, this is the margin section on M1 Finance. They only let you take out about 30% of whatever equity that you have, and it depends on the stock it is. So it fluctuates, like if it's a really volatile stock, they won't let you take out as much margin. But you can see here, I got that 493 in debt. I'm gonna pay that down so it's gonna have zero debt. And then I'll have $636,000 available or potentially, yeah, 600, it should be $636,000 available. Uh, and what's cool about that is if, if the market ever falls a bunch or whatever, hopefully I still have some margin available and then I will, um, depending on how much the market falls, uh, and then I could always draw on that to buy. Uh, that's also what I consider my emergency fund. 
if something crazy happens, I need some money really fast, I can always borrow against this and I can transfer it to my uh, checking accounts and then I could buy. I can even buy real estate using margin and they don't even consider that as debt, which is stupid, but but they don't. So uh, there you have it. That is, uh, and I'll, I guess I'll give you a really quick overview as well as to how a lot of this happened, although I kind of did touch on that. This portfolio literally went from $658,000 to $20.5 million, which is absolutely insane. Uh, I, my guess, if I had to guess, is I probably put about uh, six or seven million dollars in is my guess. So it probably turned six million dollars, six, seven million dollars into that about 21 million dollars. So it's probably the whole portfolio 3x in 2020. Uh, and uh, where did that money come from? That money came from uh, refinances on real estate. Kind of, I always say, like, I, I can break the bank on my properties and break the piggy bank and take the money out and buy stocks with it, which I did a lot of in like March and April really fortunate about that. And I think that really helped me like 3x this whole portfolio. So uh, that gives you an overview here. Remember with M1 Finance, it's it's a really good promotion. Open an M1 Finance account, get into those pies or make your own pie, deposit $100, they give you 30 bucks. Like literally from watching this video, you can make 51 bucks by opening two accounts, really cool. So there you have it. That's my complete portfolio. If you want me to make a video, and let me know about this. If you want me to make a video breaking down my real estate portfolio, I could do that next. And then we can kind of like see the whole picture of all my investments. This is literally just stocks. So out of uh, 20.5 mil, uh, 20.5 mil in stock, that's like 20.6 mil in stocks, minus about five in debt. That works out to about 15.6K net right there. Uh, or K, it's actually M. But anyway, you get the idea. So thank you so much for watching. I really appreciate your support. Uh, hopefully this doesn't come across as like douchey or braggy or whatever. I, I not That's not the intention at all. It's really just supposed to be educational and helpful. So hopefully you found it helpful. Thanks so much and we'll see you in the next video.